0: Uh, the one thing that comes to my mind, though, is that I, you know I, I should have to say that this is this is the you know this this is how a philosopher of Christianity and a Christian theologian reads Jung. So uh, there are other ways to read Jung, uh, you know. But uh, I, I just think that the more critical work, more critical perspectives we can bring to this, you know, extraordinary corpus. The Jungian corpus is quite extraordinary. Uh, the better it will be. Uh, there hasn't been enough critique, there hasn't been enough plurality, and I think we need more. Uh, that's the way to you know, dream the dream forward, so to speak, so that it becomes a living tradition and not some kind of ossified ideology stuck in in the middle of the 20th century.
1: Right. So, so just shortly, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of that and I'm thinking about the work of the Philemon Foundation and Sonu Shandatsani and uh, sort of the sort of rewriting a little bit of of the, of the of Jung's project or, or mm-hmm. do you have anything to say about, about about his work or also about, you know, I don't know if you read Lament of the Dead, his discussion about the Red Book with, with James Tillman?
0: I think that Shem Dasani is single handedly made Jung academically respectable. And for that the 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 field will be forever grateful. I also think that Shem Dasani is a scholar, which means, you know, scholars can scholars can work on anything. So um, we shouldn't necessarily look, I think, to the scholar to advance the paradigm uh, in the ways that will make it, uh, you know, make it a living tradition for the 21st century. Um, I think that ultimately that work is going to fall to anal- uh, analysts like yourself and because. It, psychoanalysis one of the wonderful things about psychoanalysis and all of its major iterations is that it is an initiatic school it's not just a theory that one can penetrate from without and categorize and you know sum up for an encyclopedia you really only understand what's going on when you when you live it when you immerse yourself in it when it becomes a practice this is a this is a unique thing i mean it wasn't unique in the in other eras of human history there are plenty of initiatic forms of knowledge. But in our age, knowledge has become something kind of indifferent to the state of the soul. And that's not the case with psychology. So there, there's a reason why there is such a thing as a training uh, analysis. So I, I, I would look to the analytic context for the real transformation of the paradigm that will bring it into the next stage of its, uh, of, of its existence. Rather than the scholars, and then the scholars, like Dasani, or like myself, for that matter, we offer uh, we offer tools for sorting out uh, what's worth preserving and what isn't in the tradition. Or you know, not everything Jung said is uh, uh, as important as every. So some things are more important than others, and there are places where he's he's just he's just done some sloppy work, and we should just sort of recognize that that there are there, there are places where we really need to bring the scholar in, in order to correct the uh, understandable limitations of
1: the founder. Uh, and and do you feel like the, or uh, think that the uh, publication of the Red Book and the Black Books in, in any way should make us think differently about Jung or Jung's project, or how's your view on that? I actually thought that was, I mean, I was at the, I was training, so
0: were you, when the, the, the Red Book was published. There was such hype around that. And I got caught up with it, and I even ordered one of the big books, and I have it in my shelf, this massive book, the biggest book I own. Uh, I can't say that it changed anything, because that was the Jung that caught my attention as a young man. You know, when I read Memories, Dreams, and Reflections, and I did read the appendices to the Seven Sermons of the Dead. Uh, I, you know, I was completely wrapped up in in this project of active imagination and the way that uh, the inner figures became real for him. So what the Red Book did is it just underscored how central that really is to Jungian psychology. But didn't we always know that? So, but it, it here's a here's a cautionary note as well. Insofar as the Red Book, Jung's book of uh, you know, it's it's his book of private meditations. It's his it's his act, it's his record of active imagination. It's his hobby, really. If if it becomes some kind of a revealed scripture, which it has, then we're simply back in the old world, which I think we no longer. I don't. I'm not particularly interested in seeing it develop. You know, Jung is not a prophet. Uh, this is not a book of revelation. This is not the Third Testament, you know, to be added uh, after the New Testament. And, to, and I don't think Jung would, Jung himself wanted it to be read this way. Uh, so he's, he's working himself, he's working through things. And the proper response to the Red Book is to write your own, with your own images, your own active imaginations, bringing you wherever they bring you. Uh, there's nothing particularly uh, crucial about Jung's imaginative experiments.